0: found my focus soon as you came into view Highlight and expose the way I think of you Now it's clear as dangerous what I need to do Ooh. Don't ever stop, just give it all that you've got
1: much for joining me on this week's episode of Shoot Your Shot. This week's episode is going to be a topic that a lot of photographers discuss and I know it's actually quite a hot topic and, and that's going to be around presets. We're going to explore how presets can benefit us, we're going to explore how presets can be detrimental to photographers. Should you buy presets? Should you make your own presets? What is best? How they work? And we're going to get into it all on this week's episode. But before we get into that, I just wanted to give a tiny life update. Really, it's a tiny podcast update, but it's really exciting. So, I have actually reached out to some amazing people to be featured on the podcast, and a few of them have accepted. So, in the coming weeks, we are going to have some amazing, amazing vendors, amazing photographers, and other vendors as well that are going to be a part of. Podcast. So make sure that you're tuned in. Make sure you're listening to the podcast, especially the newest episodes. And they're going to share some of their expertise on how to make sure that we as photographers can maximize wedding season, off season, our relationships work, and a whole bunch of other things. So I have a lot planned in the next coming weeks and months. So please make sure you tune in. But yeah, that's my little update for the podcast. And let's get into this week's episode. So presets, firstly, what are they? For some of you that may not know, presets are essentially a set of settings that you have once you've edited an image and they're saved, right? So the final product of that image, the editing that you've done, that's saved and you call that a preset. Essentially, that's what it is. Those same settings, you can copy and paste those same settings Across multiple images, a lot of photographers tend to use presets as a basic edit for all the images for consistency, and then they will go through and make the changes that they want to make or alter the preset the way that they feel will fit right with that project or with that image. So, essentially, that's what a preset is, and that's what it allows you to do, right? That's what a preset is. Now, there's so many presets out there. There are presets for sale. There are presets that you can make yourself. What is best? Are presets good or are presets bad? So there's two ways of looking at this. If you are someone who doesn't use presets and say you have a thousand images, more than likely each image you will probably, if you're not using presets, you probably go in and edit each individual image individually. You Won't edit those in batches because you're not someone who uses presets. The downside of that is it can be very time consuming and it can take up so much of your time and the result in that is either your deliverables are way longer than the average photographer or it's a case of you're rushing through your pictures and there possibly won't be a consistency throughout all of your images and there'll be a different look because I find when I edit on one day and then I edit the following day or the following week I find I have a different feeling to initially how I started and I may not be using so much contrast on one image and then the next image I think you know what let's bump up the contrast a little bit and I see that works better then it's a case of right I have to go back re-edit those images and bump the contrast up again and on some images it may work some images it may not work so the likelihood of you having inconsistency throughout your project is a lot higher as opposed to if you were to use presets as a basic edit throughout your entire project and then go in and make essential changes that you want to make right that's the disadvantages of it the advantages of presets are that it can actually speed up your editing process massively and what i mean by that is if you apply the same preset across all of your images depending on how much in-depth your preset is. So, for example, if your preset is basically exposure, highlights, shadows, contrast, that is a very basic edit of an image, right? But if your settings on your preset go from exposure to the tone curve, to colors, to saturations, to luminance of the image, it's a lot more in-depth. And if it's that much in-depth and you're able to paste that across much all of your project. The likelihood is you'll find a lot of your project you won't necessarily have to do too much to. There are certain images you will want to maybe do a little bit more, or perhaps the lighting was a little bit different to what you normally shoot in, but you'll find that the majority of your project is edited to your normal standard and all you have to do is go in, make tiny tweaks to each image. And move on so your editing process will be a lot faster and a lot smoother right linking on from the two things there's also advantages and disadvantages to that as well so if you are someone who is manually editing each image the chances are you will be someone who tries out new things you will try out what does the luminance do if i color grade it this way how will that affect the image if i were to use masks how does that affect my image if I were to use different settings in different ways, how does it affect my image? Whereas with a preset, once you've pasted it through, the image that you're seeing immediately will look—it will look good. You, the basic image that you've seen initially will look good, and because it looks good, there will be a sense of <coughs> there will be a sense of satisfaction that I've completed this image. I'm happy to move on to the next. Move on to the next. I'm happy to move on to the next. The issue with that is. To some extent that basic edit or that preset or that preset is actually destroying your post-production creativity and the want to try new things within lightroom within photoshop and just explore different areas of each of those softwares and see what else it is that you are able capable of doing (coughs) so that's a huge factor that needs to be taken into consideration as well I think whilst it's a lot easier said than done, a lot of the times we become comfortable and that's never a good thing. If you become comfortable with your preset, chances are you're just going to stick with that and you won't evolve your photography, won't evolve your editing skills, you won't evolve the way in which your images look. It's always good to have a varied look to some extent. There should be a consistency, yes, but your style of editing, to continue to evolve but remain consistent throughout and that kind of leads me on to my next point of should you make your own presets or should you buy them now like we've discussed before creating your own creating your own creating your own preset creating your own preset has it has its advantages (coughs) Has its advantages keeps your creativity alive you're able to explore all the different options that you have in Lightroom and it gives you the satisfaction of creating the image in the way that you envisioned it originally, as opposed to just seeing an initial image with a preset pasted onto it. But again, that's time consuming. Creating a preset is not easy because obviously so much goes into it, and you have to be very aware of what area of Lightroom does what. So if you're anything like me, I have or have had huge trouble in the color grading area of Lightroom I'm not the most amazing at the tone curves I used to be I used to have issues with the tone curves and the different options that you have the red green blue so you have to have an in-depth knowledge to some extent of what all of these different areas within Lightroom do and if you're going to create an in-depth preset where the colors are going to be matching the the temperature of the image is going to be consistent with how you regularly post. Color grading is the same. It's very difficult to achieve not having that knowledge. And gaining that knowledge is also a task in itself because there are multiple ways of doing it. And there's so many YouTube videos you have to go through and figure out what kind of look you want. If I were to put the exposure down and increase the contrast, what would happen? And there's a lot of things within Lightroom you have to pair up because If you make a change to one area, it will affect another area within Lightroom. Whereas on the flip side, you have buying presets. Now, buying presets is a great option depending on how you use those presets. If you are purchasing presets to kind of throw onto your images and hope someone else's presets will look the way that you want them to look, Personally, I'm not the biggest fan of that because one, essentially your work is no longer your own work. It's pretty much a photo you've taken, but all the editing has been done by someone else. And a lot of presets actually don't fit like a glove onto your image. They will fit perfectly onto the creator's images, the person who made that preset. There will be cases where you are having to adjust certain settings within Lightroom if you are applying a preset that you just bought from someone else and the issue with that is if you don't have the knowledge to begin with and you're pasting someone else's preset and then you're adjusting settings not knowing intricately what to change and how to achieve the look that you want more than likely you still will wind up with an image that is not yours won't be the way that you want it to look and just doesn't look right and you would have obviously used up money buy a preset under false pretenses of it will look in a certain way however there are other ways of buying a preset and looking at the advantages so presets for sale themselves are a good thing the reason i say that is because if you buy some presets that you like the look of and put those onto your image rather than hoping that the preset fits your image you can actually learn. And see how the person has achieved the look that they've achieved. Even if it doesn't fit your particular image, you're able to see and figure out right, they bring the exposure down or they bring the highlights up slightly. They've used multiple masks for lighting up the subject and darkening the background. But you're able to see these things and figure out how a creator has made that preset, given it a look, and it's been created as a whole and from that if you're looking to derive information from that presets are amazing buying presets is amazing because you will learn so much from that and you'll be able to figure out and your understanding of the settings within Lightroom will increase dramatically so in that sense purchasing presets is phenomenal and you should a hundred percent purchase some presets at the very least to see and figure out How is it this person's achieved this look? And you'll be able to see exact settings. And then if you want to go ahead and make the changes that you want to make, you can then alter that preset, resave it as your own, and that will then be your work, and you can apply it to the rest of your images. But not only that, it will give you a better understanding, which is very important in Lightroom. The other issue with presets that is semi-dangerous is that We touched on it earlier. You become comfortable with one preset and you're just happy with it. Photography and the photography industry is, and the photography industry is always moving forward and always evolving and progressing. Your editing style has to be to some extent in the now. So for example, going back maybe five years, you would have found that a lot of photographers were Having images in black and white. Let's use a bride, for example. The bride would be in complete black and white, but a lipstick would be the only red. Now, quite a few photographers were using that. That has now faded out. Imagine if that was a preset that you used and you continue to use it today. It's a style of editing that is no longer regarded as modern, as chic. As editorial, as you know, all these things, it's glossed over. It's not something that anyone will look at and think, oh wow. So, your presets and your editing style needs to continuously improve and it needs to be quite modern in what today is and what your client, potential clients, are looking for and what they enjoy seeing. So a lot of photographers now, I feel as though, are editing true to tone. I feel as though the muted kind of editing is still quite in, but it is slowly starting to die out a little bit. But it is essential for us as photographers to figure out what is currently in, what style of editing is becoming a little dated, and what is upcoming, and adjust ourselves towards that probably sitting there thinking well how will i know how do i know what's in at the moment how do i know what's coming up the key thing with that is to to look at a range of different photographers and see what is the most popular style so i'm someone who looks at a range of different photographers i'm someone that loves looking at a range of different photographers i learn so much from viewing different photographers work. I love looking at different styles of editing and that's a state that photographers need to be in in order to ensure that their work is also up to date. So if you're looking at things and looking at inspo and looking at what is quite current it's pretty much like everything. Also for example fashion if you are someone who's quite into fashion you'll be able to look at you know, fashion magazines, look at celebrities, how they're dressing, what's quite hot and what's not. In a similar way, looking at, you know, some of the top creators within our industry. How is it that they edit? What style of editing is there? Take from that and apply your own edit to your images. Similar to that, and I'm not encouraging photographers to copy, but I'm encouraging you to take inspiration from that but create your own version of it and I think that's a key factor because that will ensure that your work continues to grow, it's appealing to new clients and you will continue to progress as a photographer but also the end product of your work is represented in the way that you want it to be which is modern and you want it to look chic You want it to be viewed as something that clients will look at and want to book you for. Editing is a very, very subjective topic and people may find something attractive, some may not. This is where your personal part of editing comes in. And as I say, you don't necessarily have to copy someone's work, but just take inspiration from what you as a photographer feel is good what you find attractive, how you want your images to look and start applying that to your images, whether that's through bought presets or presets that you create yourself or maybe on YouTube, there's loads of them out there. But yeah, that's my view on presets. And I think that's all there is for this week's episode. I think this episode was quite short, but I think it's a really, really hot topic. A lot of photographers talk about and think about and I just want to kind of throw it out there so I hope you enjoyed the episode I hope you've taken something away from it and if you are someone who's bought presets in the past and they're not working perfectly on your images you can still learn from them try them out check out the settings and see how the person achieved the settings that they achieved but otherwise thank you so much for listening I'm so glad that you guys are joining in every week Honestly, I really appreciate it. I love the fact that the podcast is continuing to grow every single week, and it's all thanks to you guys. So please do continue to listen. The more you guys listen in, the bigger the podcast will become and the better guests I can get onto the show. So please continue to support. I really appreciate it, and thank you so much. Speak to you guys again next week, same time, same place, same podcast. Take it, guys. Bye.
0: Found my focus soon as you came into view. Highlight and expose the way I think of you. Now it's clear as dangerous what I need. Star Just give it all that you got